Welcome to Reality Check Podcast with Charles Jackson Jr. Uh, we have co-host Jay Gonzalez and we have a special guest, Stefan Faines. Uh, so what's up, Jay? Nothing much, my friend. We're just, you know, another day, another dollar. Just getting in it, you know, <laughs> working hard. I'm excited to get uh, this conversation started with our special guest, man. Um, nice weather's finally coming around. Yeah. You know, I'm excited to, to, to spend some time outside and... You know, I mean, this weekend looks like it's going to be a little bit of rain, but regardless, I'm excited for the, the warm days ahead. Sure, sure. Um, I definitely appreciate them, too. I, I get to get some of the yard work done that that is needed to get done. But without further ado, uh, let me introduce, well, I'm going to let him introduce himself, but uh, we have a, a special guest, uh, Steph, uh, Stephen Faines, who is a member of the community who who does a lot of work in the community i should say um you know um matter of fact i'm gonna just let him introduce himself and let you let him tell you a little bit about exactly uh what he does so go ahead steph all right well thank you um thank you for inviting me it's definitely a pleasure to be here um like you said my name is stephan faines i do a lot of things in the community i work at a place called burke's community action program and um, at BCAP, we do tons of things, rental assistance, utility assistance, budget counseling, uh, mentoring, all those types of things. Uh, my programs are promoting responsible fatherhood. And what that is, is you take any man, you don't have to be a father, and just help that man be a better man in any type of way. Uh, whether that's getting a job, um, getting back into your kids' lives, taking them to events and things like that. Um, for some fathers who... Our single fathers, I'll be having like gift cards for them to take their kids out to lunch, out to dinner. Mm, nice. um, we help out with school supplies, book bags, coloring books, crayons, um, sneakers, clothes, whatever a family may need. And I'm also in charge of all of our community outreach. So that's basically finding any other nonprofit out there that's really on the same mission that we are to help the community to lift a hand up to keep kids out the street and things like that and to enhance whatever they got going on. Um, I do a lot of stuff with teens, with the youth. Um, I've recently just created a program called Teens and um, that stands for Take Each and Every Necessary Step because a lot of times um, people just really talk about them being how things were when they were growing up and a lot of people got to let those things go. These kids are different from us. They're yeah, a different time change. from us. Yeah. They don't care about nothing we did. You right. know what I'm saying? <laughs> and the fact that we talk about it makes them care even less. Right. Yeah. So a, a lot of what I try to do is be be that person that, you know, growing up, I was that kid that everybody thought life was perfect and great. And I'm like, man, if he was only new. So now I see those kids. Like, you know what I'm saying? I be looking at those kids like, damn. Everybody think that kid is good, but he looked like he got a lot on his mind. So yeah. I try to just be that for those kids. Um, I also started something this summer where if there's a kid in local that wants to go to any type of camps, we're going to pay for it. We're going to send them. Because mm. these are the little things that are sending kids to the streets. You know what I'm saying? You want to yeah. go be on a basketball team. Don't nobody want to give you $100 to go. Right, right. $100 ain't never going to stop you again. You're going to mm. go to the block. You're going to go do whatever it takes to... Get your money right. And that's what I'm saying. And are these kids wrong? Yeah, but I don't know. You know what I'm saying? At the same time, this world telling them you got to grow up. You need to be a man. Mm-hmm. You need to be so... I just try to be that go-between to help those kids, you know, change course a little bit before they end up going too far wrong. But, you know, try to understand them where they're at. 
Okay. Yeah. Wow. So let me let me ask you, how long have you been with BCAP? Um, I've been there now eight years. Okay. Eight years at BCAP, wow. and I was only father. I was fatherhood for the first seven. So I've been running outreach for like the past year and a half. Okay. I've been doing that. So, so if I may ask, I'm just gonna kind of piggyback off some questions here. Now that I have you in, <clears throat> so what what was you know like the turning point for you to join an organization like this? I know a lot of people, uh, you know, want to do good, but uh, never really take that step. So, what was that step for you to be? You know, I really want to get incorporated in my community and give back and, and be a community community leader rather um, than someone sitting on the sidelines. I've had a weird crazy road so you know it's not even i tell a lot of my closest friends well everything that i'm doing now is nothing i even planned on doing it just kind of happened that way you know even like all my friends even always told me like yo even when we used to do street stuff you would be like nah don't do that Hmm. nah yo it's not worth that nah so it's crazy i um i have a brother by the name of danielle marshall and he did a lot of community stuff he had a lot of foundations so i used to help out with a lot of his stuff when I had time when I wasn't running around with my friends and stuff I would try to learn a lot of things from that mm-hmm. so um, I was working in the villa really doing a little bit of community stuff helping kids a little bit and my boss that I have now walked in there and was like look I see you do a lot of things in the community you be trying to help kids mm-hmm. how would you feel having your own office and making your own hours and I was like that's not like a career I was like I get my two weeks right now for something yeah. like that Yeah, Amen. and that was you Eight know, years ago, you, you know, know what I'm saying? Back, huh? no, and he saw some because I was like, "Wait, I didn't graduate college or nothing like that." He's mm-hmm. like, "I don't care about that." He was like, "You have the drive, you have the passion." Mm-hmm. He was like, "That's what I want." He was like, "Anybody can put master's degree and this not be in the streets with people." He was this like, "I see you at every event. I see you." So, yeah. I just I I kind of lucked up into doing what I do, and then you know just following his lead. But you put yourself in. The word luck, I just push back on their own little Yeah, no, nah, I don't even but believe no, in luck. Look, the thing is, like, you put yourself in, in positions to succeed there by going to these events, oh, yeah. networking, understanding the the importance of uh, getting out there in the right crowd yeah. and being surrounded by the right people. You know, I always say the cheesy quote, you know, you hang out with five, six bums, you're going to be the sick. Oh, for sure. You know, if you for hang sure. with five or six millionaires, you're going to be the fifth or sixth. So, for sure. You know, it's about how you, who you surround yourself circle. with, your circle. I know Charles and I talk about uh, in the past couple episodes, we had the word of the week, you know, and they were all um, words in, in regards to characteristics of, of being a good person, mm. not only being a man or a woman, but just being a good person in general. Um, and it sounds like a lot of the things you've been doing are building those building blocks for you know you're not even father not even just fathers but you know youth in general um so thank you for your service i appreciate that and i and i i think we speak to for both of us when we say we appreciate when yeah, someone isn't just talk and they actually do the actions you yeah, know we definitely yeah, appreciate you. you steph we uh we appreciate what you're doing in the community we salute you um just to push back a little bit he real quick said i got a brother named Danielle marshall yeah. <laughs> Daniel Marshall is uh, retired from the NBA, but yeah, yeah you know, Daniel Marshall, um, you know, I, I didn't know he was involved in community stuff like that. Yeah. I, I would imagine he was, yeah. um, but I didn't, I didn't nah, really he, know. Nah, he really, we used to go at it a lot because I would always argue with him, like, why you ain't telling everybody what you're doing, yo? Mm-hmm. Nobody thinks, and he's like, if I care about what they think, then I'm doing it for the wrong reason. Exactly. exactly. Like, and I used to. I mean, we argue because I'm like, you're doing so much. Kids are going to college because of you. Yeah. He's like, and that's the win. 
Yeah. I know what I'm doing. I mm -hmm. He's like, Stephen, half of the people who are saying something bad about me, what are they doing? What are they doing? They're probably tearing our city down. They're probably, and I'm like, man, that's, because, you know, I was living here every day, so I heard all the chat. He didn't live here, so he didn't hear, oh, your brother don't, I, I heard it every day, all day, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we would get into it because he's like, look, you got to stop fending for me so much. I'm like, yo, you're my brother. Like, no. Yeah. And he's like, Stefan, I do more than anybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know that. I know that. So that was a big part of it, too. And now being in it, mm -hmm. now I see what he means. Because when you're in this community world, you do see a lot of people trying to more or less get named for themselves mm -hmm. instead of helping kids. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of am starting to understand more of, okay, he was just doing it because out of the kindness of his heart, he didn't want no credit for it. He, and right. it's weird because you should want credit for what you're doing, right, especially right. when you're genuinely doing it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I, I definitely learned, I mean, so much from him and just from having those battles with him. And now that I'm in it, I get to see a lot of what he was talking about and how things work and how things go. Right. You know, and, you know, that was a lot of him and my wife, though, too. Right. You know, my wife used to be on this before she was my wife. I don't care how popular you are. Uh, when you gonna get a job? When you gonna start doing like be a real person? When you gonna grow up? When you gonna? I mean, she was on that. I yeah. mean, in the best of times, you know what I'm saying? I think mm -hmm. me and my boys are having a blast and we living the dream. She like, nah. Yeah. When we gonna live for real? And when you gonna? So it was a lot of her challenging me to be more, to be better, to you know, because you know, growing up when you were a fatherless kid, you don't know nothing. You don't think you know nothing. Mm -hmm. And like those were a lot of the fears I had taking this job. I'm like, wait. I didn't have a dad in my life. How am I going to run a fatherhood thing? Mm -hmm. And, you know, my boss is like, but what about what you wanted in your life, though? Mm -hmm. Put that in other people. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I'm like, got it. You know what I'm saying? And that's really all I be doing is telling a lot of these dads, these kids just want you around. Yeah. They don't care about no money, no none, unless you make it like that. If you turn it into sneakers and games, then they're going to run with that. Right. But if you turn it into just love and support and being at their game, they're going to run with that. It's all how you do it. Like, my kids ain't Jordan heads like me. Because mm. I ain't pushed that off on them day one when you born and yeah. all that. They're nothing like me. No they're sneaker crocs. heads. No. They're Crocs. I like would never. Yeah. I would never put a pair of Crocs on. Look, my yeah. son got Crocs on right now. Yeah, that's true. I, I would to, never. I, mean, I had to go take you know a look. I'm like, oh. That's, that's what the kids do now. They're and, comfortable and, and that's, you know, that's And we got to let them be them. That's right. You know, back in the day, my uncles would have been like, man, take those off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You better yeah. go put yeah. I ain't doing that to them. I'm letting them be the person... They want to be because they got to live this life. You know what I'm saying? When you go on the ground, you're going by yourself. So you got to be happy with everything you do while you're on this planet. You know what I'm saying? It's really up to you. Right, right. And I appreciate y'all for uh, thanking me for what I do because I definitely love what I do. Yeah, man. It's a passion, man. And it's like, um, for me, like, you know, I, I was listening to you say, you know, fathers, you know, the kids basically want their fathers to be around. Um, in my experience... A lot of fathers have been incarcerated and the sons are looking at the fathers like, well, it must be okay to go to prison because my dad, you know, my dad was in jail, my father you know? Um, so, you know, I'm looking at that and, you know, I, I, I want to, you know, I want to try and break that cycle yeah. of, 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 you know, kids um, thinking that it's okay to go to prison, mm -hmm. you know? I mean, all that is taught, though, too. You know what I'm saying? You get rid of the man, 
the household goes wrong. You know what I'm saying? There's like a quote from like Jagger Hoover. The scariest mm-hmm. thing in the world is like the black family unit. Mm-hmm. When the dad's home, when everybody, that's because mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're there and you're telling, nah, don't go that way, go this way. Right. But that's why they have incarceration, so they can have our kids. You know what I'm saying? That's really why if you ain't got no parents at home, you're going to end up lost, looking yeah. for gangs, looking for everything else. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. we can make the best out of anything. So right. that's that's really why they be doing it. But a dad, like now I'm learning, it might be the most important thing. Mm, the most, like, because dads, we give a lot of freedom that moms don't give. Mm-hmm. Where We let kids adventure. We, we'll let them jump off the top, mm-hmm. bump bed. Go ahead, go ahead. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mom might be like, no, oh my God. Yeah. Dad is, and what I'm learning being in this fatherhood role is those are the same thing. Right. The same as when a mother loves and hugs and kisses on them. And when we're wrestling and t- those are the same exact thing. It's just different. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But it's still mm-hmm. the same. It puts the same qualities in them. Mm-hmm. You know, and dads teach a lot more fearlessness mm-hmm. because the world is different to a man. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think now the world is starting to see that a little more. That True. the world treats a man. Look at a, a two years old. A little girl falls. Everybody scoops her up. A little boy falls. It's, yo, clean yourself off. Mm-hmm. Get up. Mm-hmm. You know, you're treated like a man day one. And then we wonder why somebody gets older and we, we can't control emotion. We can't because you're taught to be a little soft, be more sensitive. But then when you do that, then you're a little punk sometimes to some people. And it's like, wait, what am I supposed to, as a man, what are we supposed to do? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or are you only a man when a woman dictates your actions of, or you're defending her or you're doing, then you're a man. You know what I'm saying? It's, mm-hmm. it's a lot that goes on with men. That I'm just learning now. Like, you know, I used to think my dad was the worst mm-hmm. until I grew up. Then I got a wife and I got baby moms. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn. So this is what my dad was dealing with. My mom calling him. I don't care what your wife says. Mm-hmm. You need to do. And then him having to look at his wife like, okay. So do I listen to my baby's mom or do mm-hmm. what a position to be in. And then a kid thinking you hate him. Mm-hmm. When really you just dealing with something up above you that what choice do you make? Your baby is your baby mom right or is your wife right? Yeah. And it's like, damn, a man is stuck where, damn, I can't just care about my kid. Mm-hmm. I can't just do that because okay, if I go running to her, you're gonna think, oh, see, you go running every time she say something. But if you don't, then what? Mm-hmm. That's why a lot of men tap out. Cause they're like, yo, I'm not playing this game of who cares more? Who do- A lot of men are like, yo, all right, look. I can't, I can't handle it. I'm just over here with it then. You know what I'm saying? It's right. tough <clears throat> what this world does with men and just acts like we can take it. And we should take it because you're a man. Right. You're good. You're strong. You could, I'll call cops on you right now. Lock you up. Press charges. Even though I didn't mean to, but fine. And look at what that's doing to men. And nobody be addressing these things. That men are just at the mercy of this world sometimes. And we accept it. You know what I mean? We got to start fighting back, taking our kids, taking them to court. We got to start doing all that type of stuff. Yeah. Well, um, I'm looking at the youth right now in our community, and I'm looking at um, just how that fatherhood is missing in, in the community. And I think we were at a, a event together, and I heard you speak about... Um, I heard you speak about the the drug dealer on the corner being consistent. And I heard you talk about how 
you know, that's that's what we have to do as community leaders to, to be consistent. Don't say something one week and then four or five weeks, you know, you you, you don't gave Flip up, you know, yeah. you, you yeah. know, so so I heard you talk about that. And, you know, that stuck in my mind about, you know, we, we have to be consistent. Um, another thing is. I have a feeling that these programs that we're doing right now in the communities, these outreach programs like the Olivets, uh, the uh, Third of Spruce, the Rec, like I feel like there's certain kids that we're not reaching. Yeah, for sure. You, you understand what I'm saying? The, the, like the kids with the gun on their waist the street, and stuff. I don't, street kid ain't coming. That's what I'm saying. He's not. So my, my, this is, I mean, I'm working on this right now. What do we do to reach them? Like what what program or what what can we come up with? Um, what now type we gotta for them we gotta start having like real bringing some real street dudes to talk to these kids so they can know the real of things and it's almost like that's the element that the hires that be don't want. If you notice, scare straight programs and all that mm. they ain't around. Yep. And they don't even let you do it, kind of, because they're like, well, that don't work. I'm for sure that that scares one or two kids. I, hold on. I got to beg the difference. I, no, maybe one or two kids. Let me say this here. Let but me one say or this two here. is going to change their life. Let me say this here. I watch scares straight. Yeah. I, I watch that. I, I'm familiar with the program. This is what I think. I think that these kids today are smart. You can't scare them. Well, you I, can't I, trick them. Yeah, you, you can't trick them. So, you so can scare them, but you can't trick them. If you got, if you him, got um, Debo with a tank top on, like, like yeah. telling the little kid, like, yo, you come up in it. Like, I feel like that's going to go in his head, but it's not really going to stick. I feel like you reach that kid more by just explaining to him and talking to him, you know, about what happens when you go to prison. Yeah. You know, what happens when you make a bad decision? Yeah. And like, I feel like that's more effective than trying to scare him. Nah, see, and that's why I, I started to take each and every necessary step because we got to do all that. Mm-hmm. We got to do, we got to do the scare straights. We got to do the up in your face. We got to do the moms loving them. We got to, because different people react to different things in different ways. True. You know what I'm saying? Some people, so, like these kids are smart. They don't. A lot of times I'm learning. They don't even want to be better. And when I think back to myself, did I? My brother was in the NBA. I was still out there. Mm-hmm. I was at Barbies, running Schiller, on the Ave, on the. So it's a lot of kids trying to find themselves, and a lot of. That's why I think it's just opportunity. We live in a city that you can have a million dollars on you. What you gonna do? Mm-hmm. If you, if somebody told you I'm gonna give you a million dollars right now, and you had to spend it in this city, and I'll give you ten million when you're done. Mm-hmm. Where are you going? What's the good time you're gonna have? What's the and I think it's a lot of that. Like mm-hmm. so that's why the pro the Olivet stuff in that it does help, but there has to be a a grown up level to that too. There should be like um a center. Like I I've reached out to some places like a resource center. Why don't the Olivets in places like that once it hits like eight or nine o'clock at night, let these homeless teens come in there that are living tougher because that's one thing i'm seeing there's some kids out here 16 couch surfing and on they own and really about that and really and that's what we got to do too we got to really when we was young you knew who the thugs were you knew who the good kids were you knew who now everybody's a gangster Mm -hmm. every even the kids who got both parents yeah which is crazy when we were younger we understood why a boy was acting up right now yo look something happened dad Yo, his mom. Yeah. We knew that. Yeah, yeah. We now knew. these kids got Yeezys on. 
right. everything, and you want to be shooting. You want to be like it's. Right. Well, they're too free almost. Like their freedom is crazy. So free that they can build guns. They got ghost guns. They Yeah, yeah. And and we 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 got that coming up in a couple episodes down the road. We want okay. we want to talk about um we want to talk about the ghost guns. But we've talked about Kanye's verse uh you know, these kids won't do 4 years of college, but they'll do 25 of life. Um that mentality is is um it's normal in, no, it in, in the hood. In the hood, it, it, it's like a, a kid doesn't fear um, the initial fact of doing 25 to life. Not at all. Because they don't really digest it and understand it. And we kind of talked about yeah, that a little true. bit more. Because if you could talk to that kid five years into that 25-year sentence, his, his mentality totally would be totally person. different. Totally different. And see, that's the thing. I don't believe no one should get 20. Like I, that's the I don't think so. A person should even be sentenced to twenty because the person you are from fifteen to twenty is a different person. Yeah. From twenty to twenty-five, you're a totally different. Yeah. And then when you start hitting thirty to thirty, right? You're a well, and that's what I think the issue is. We don't get a chance to learn that we're messing up. Yeah. We don't get a chance to learn that How we're making we stupid mistakes. How do we show them that before? Like I mean, because we could talk until we're blue in the face yeah. to them. But what's a more um. What do you think would be a more effective way to show them these consequences? What's, what's something that someone could tell a troubled kid to show them now, not 15 years later? Oh man, you messed up. You did X, Y, and Z. You nah, know I what think saying? I think these that's a, kids. That's a gotta, loaded question. I know it's a loaded question, but no. Nah, the, the the one thing is you got to let these kids know that they're already great. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. not once you're a millionaire, not once you got a video or a million. You're great now. And right. you're just working on being better. We, we kind of live in a world now where these kids are 100% pushed that way. And I mean, it's been that way. If you look at history, our people used to have three-piece suits on and all that. Mm. Walking good, walking class one, still being hung and all that. Like this thing, this gangster thing, mm-hmm. it's a creation of years and years and years of abuse, 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 taking it, hoses, washing the face, some point in time, something's going to come along and say, all right, I guarantee that's never going to happen again. And what that thing has to become to stop that yeah. is tough. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a reaction to police brutality, slavery. Yeah, yeah, or, nah, because our grandparents wasn't doing this. Yeah, nah, it But is, that a, kid that sees their grandpa handle himself like a man and be violated still, mm-hmm. he got to become something different. Yeah. He gotta That ain't never Like when I'm with my dad He's like Oh my god You talk back in a way I'm like Cause y'all didn't yeah. You know them Them eras before us Took a lot And what that creates Is a next generation That ain't taking nothing It's just like these kids mm-hmm. now yeah. A lot of their parents Were made to be religious Made to go to Sunday school So these kids now Are like I ain't doing none of y'all traditions Yeah, I ain't going to church I ain't going Why can't we just be good to people Like so it's it's weird. It's a crazy balance that's happening because these kids are changing the world for the better and the worse almost. You know what I'm saying? Because they don't care mm-hmm. if you're gay, if you're... Nah, just be a good person and move on. You know what I'm saying? But not caring at all about tradition also makes you like, so what that we've been doing this forever? So so it's a it's a weird balance because we, we're trying to fix things that we didn't create. Yeah. Like people like to say crabs in the barrel. Mm-hmm. Crabs don't belong in a barrel. Somebody consciously put them in there. Mm-hmm. But we don't address that. We don't address all the people that bank off of 
what happens in these communities. You know what I'm saying? Like, follow the money. Yeah. Things get different. Who who wants to lock kids up? Yeah. Juvenile probation. All these things. They're creating criminals. And yeah. then us who live it, we trying to figure it out. Yeah. While they're sitting up there like, nah, what more can we create? What more laws can we switch up? Mm. And, I mean, just look what they did with, with we. I lost a lot of friends to that war. Mm-hmm. Now y'all selling it. Mm-hmm. Now it's all good. And, and, Same thing with alcohol. And look, and they're never called the criminal. Never. Mm-hmm. They're selling more drugs than anybody. Mm-hmm. But they look, when you make the rules, you get to decide legal means right, illegal means wrong, because you're making these words and rules up. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. it's a dirty game that's being played. It is a dirty and game. And these kids, that's what we got to start teaching them. You're in a game. Yeah. And you're being used. We got to let them know you're not controlling what you're doing. Yeah. This ain't your block. They love that y'all out here killing each other. Because guess what happens? The property value goes down, and they get to gentrify our whole city. Because you've been shooting on this block so much, now it ain't worth nothing. But now y'all want to be mad when they moved your grandfather out of his house that he built. Well, y'all been shooting and hustling on this block for 10 years. Mm. That's what it does. You know what I'm saying? That's mm. why every city in the world right now gentrified. Because now you can buy up a block for nothing. Mm. It has zero value. It's it's a great hustle they got going. You know what I'm saying? It's sad and it's so wrong, but mm-hmm. they know what they're doing to us. You know what I'm saying? And we think it's cool. We think it's cool. This is my block. We, we think it's cool doing 20. Like you said, yeah. we think they let us, they tricked us but, into believing that. But we're going to have to educate ourselves. No, we have to. And it starts at mm-hmm. home. Parents. You got you to gotta make things that, a lot of parents make shit cool that we know ain't cool. A lot of parents be blown with their kids. A lot of people be teaching their kids the street life. And nah, you got to give these kids, you know, I love Redden. I love Six War, all that. My kids will never. You know what I'm saying? Because they don't have to. And that's what we got to do. We got to take things that we try to escape and not make them cool. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But what, what, what do people do? Everything that they try to run away from. Mm. They take their kids and try to show them that and teach them that and... We're setting them back, you know what I'm saying? It's really up to us at home first. You know, we put a lot on schools. We put a lot on counselors. My grandmom and my mom told me who I was. You know what I'm saying? This is who you are before you walk out this door. You're not even you. You're a representative of me. How do we get the parents to to step up? Like, you know, it's, it's... you know, we're, we're trying to educate the kids. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to strengthen the community. Yeah. But, it, you know, it, it is complicated. No, it's, 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 tough. It's, it's It's a job that, you know... Um, it has to but, be a but want. But we have to start somewhere. But we, it has we, to be a want, too. And that's what we're missing, too. A lot of these people love this shit. I mean, my, excuse my language, but they love it. They love right. street life. Mm. They love not growing. A lot of people think it's okay to... Never leave the hood to live somewhere cheap, buy a Benz, you know, live in Oprah with a Benz out front and never buy a house, never want to. We got to want more for ourselves. You know what I'm saying? But two. So here's a trick, right? When you think you come from slavery and all that, anything more one step up, you're up. Yeah. That's where we're stuck at. Yeah. If we believed we came from kings and all that type of stuff, then you would aspire to be that. Right, mm-hmm. right. But if you only think you come from slaves, yeah. then having this mu- little bit of money, you're up. 
Yeah. You're better than the next person. You're better than the next person. We we really got to... It's education, man. We got to realize we wasn't you, always this. You know what I tell kids when I'm talking to them? Go somewhere. Travel, man. Mm. Look, look. You That's know, huge. Some of these kids huge. ain't been past their block. Nah, it's like huge. They, 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 the only thing they know is right here in the community. Yep. They, they, ain't, they ain't never been nowhere. Nah, you hit it on so, the head. So it's like... I, you know, when, when I get a chance to talk to kids, I, I always tell them, look, go somewhere, man. Go travel, man. See see what's going on around the world, man. Mm-hmm. Open your mind up. Um, man, Steph. <laughs> now, that was powerful because yeah. that's one thing. See, my brother, like, I got to thank him so much because he would take me out the city. We'd be somewhere. He would mm-hmm. consciously put his arm around me. Look around. Mm-hmm. Look, you ain't watching it back. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody worried about bumping you or nothing. Yeah, He's like, look, yeah. the whole world isn't, yeah. like, reddened. Your head is so... Because everywhere mm-hmm. I go, I'm like, man, where's where's everybody at? Where's all the real people at? Like, yeah. He's like, why do you want to just see what you see at home all the yeah. time? Come experience new things. So then I started being in that car, and I would just look out the window the whole time. We take a 10-hour drive. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking at the world now. Mm-hmm. We get mm-hmm. into Miami. I'm seeing that there's kids our age with businesses. Mm-hmm. They ain't just hustling. Nah, they got t-shirt businesses. They doing... I'm like, yo, we're yeah. stupid, yo. We're, we fell for it. Yeah. We want to be on these streets. We want to... Nah, there's a whole world out here. And then we started going to other countries and stuff. And I'm really like, yo, yeah. we're bugging. Yeah. There's people yeah. all over this planet having a blast, having a good time. And we worried about North, South, South. Man, yeah. never again. Yeah. And we just started every weekend instead of partying here. Yeah. I'm telling all my boys, yo, nah, we spending the same amount of money at Tommy's or something. Man, let's go to Miami or something, man. Yeah. Yo, let's go see where my brother's at. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. Let's live a little Let's bit. Let's get out man. of here. Let's, Let's live life without worries. That's something that you can't pay enough to just be somewhere and somebody step on your shoe and be like, oh my God, my fault, yo. Right, Can I right. buy you a drink? It's like, whoa, what? Yeah. We ain't fighting. We ain't, yeah, it, yeah. It, it'll blow your mind. And no, you hit I, it on the head. These kids, once they see that, that's what we got to give them. So, yeah, we, so I'm starting this like, we're going to be taking kids to like D.C., Mm-hmm. We're gonna be taking kids to like um this Lake Tobias thing where they could touch animals and yeah, get them out in the it wilderness. Gotta be different, man. All right, so man, so you know what we you you mentioned about the ghost guns. I like to have you come back. Oh man, I love this. And yeah. so we could um discuss these ghost guns and how you know they can go online and order these parts and put these guns together. Um, I like to get a, a segment in with with um talking about ghost guns. Yeah, we can so do that. um. Well, that's that's pretty much. Look, you know, we ain't even talking about yeah. the article, yo. Yeah, we had a. We 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 actually, you, you know, what? we'll save that for next week. We'll yeah, save that know. for next week. Um, so, Jay, you wanna you got any closing remarks? You yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll make it quick. Uh, you know, the same things last week. Thank you so much for everyone that's uh, tuning in. Uh, please, uh, you know, tune in, set your notifications, reminders. Please share the 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 podcast. Uh, and if you ever want to get a hold of myself or Charles, realitycheckproject.com. Uh, our information is located on that website. If you ever want to be, you know, call in or have any questions or concerns, feel free to reach us out at uh, our, our emails that will be on the website. Um, and then once again, thank you so much for being on the on the podcast. Oh, uh, I had a blast. I'm, I'm just kind of soaking everything <laughs> in and being out, you know, a little younger than you guys. I'm like, man, you know, there's a whole different perspective of of the way you guys see what my generation is living through. And it was really, you know, good to reflect and hear these different, you know, perspectives mm-hmm. and ideologies. Cause like you said, we, 
my generation, we just don't care. Like, you know, and, and I don't want to get this too long, but, you know, we'd love to have you back. I think it'd be a lot of fun I to talk about the, yeah. the ghost guns. Yeah. I'm excited about that. Uh, just to really understand myself, because, you know, you can do some research online, but to really dive deep and to really understand the repercussions of these types of things. But um, turn it over to Charles. Uh, you can wrap us up and, and set up with the closing remarks, my friend. Okay, sure. Um, First of all, I want to thank Stefan for coming on, man. That, that was really... Uh, Blew my mind. That was, nah, yeah, that was, that was, really, my that was really powerful, man. Steph, I, I, I really appreciate you coming on. I look forward to having you back. Um, I, I, there's a couple things that um, I wanted to, to discuss today, but uh, unfortunately, we're out of time. Um, we have a new phone number that you guys can call in and, and you can leave a message. Uh, and that telephone number is 484-690-4803. So you'll be able to call in and um, leave a message. Uh, you can basically email us at uh, realitycheckprojectss4 at gmail.com um, or visit the website at realitycheckproject.com. Okay, so, um, wow. Yeah, that was, that was a segment there. Um, next week, I wanted to talk about women being incarcerated at, at such a high rate right now. Women are being incarcerated more than men. Uh, right now, which is sad, man. We got Mother's Day coming up. Um, yeah, what, wow. This, this weekend. This weekend, yeah. This weekend, yeah. And yep. uh, you, you got a lot of mothers who, who are behind bars. You know, that, that that's really sad. So, you know, that's something else that's tearing down the community, you know. Um, so we'll, we'll talk about that a little yeah. bit next week. Um, all right, so everybody enjoy your Sunday. Um you know, we look forward to you guys tuning in and um, stay safe out there. God bless.